0: Okay, before you stop, uh, why are you looking so smart to, to this? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm heading to the Forbes CMO Summit in Europe. It's going to be the first summit they do outside of the US, so I'm very excited to meet a lot of Europe's leading CMOs this afternoon. Very good. Mm-hmm. Go. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, today we're going to talk about Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, our suggestion is that, it might, that its business may have peaked, which is a big bold statement, isn't it? It is a bold statement, but it is a big business yeah. at the moment. Let's just have
1: a look at some of their figures. So their revenue figures are now nearly $28 billion, yeah. up 54% from last year. Yeah, which is amazing. That's 50% huge. growth from last, massive. from last year. And their user base, their unique user base is also up to 60%. Yeah. They've now
0: hit 2 billion yeah.
1: monthly unique users. Yeah, That's so a it's massive.
0: interesting how far are they going to go. How, how big can you get? Well, this is it. I mean, have they hit the situation? You know, we're never quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but we talked about Facebook being a, a safe sanctuary for advertisers in the yeah. past. But the reality is that they're actually a safe sanctuary for the investor community. Mm. If you look over the last two years, their share price and how it's increased. It's yeah.
0: astonishing. Yeah. So I think the share price has doubled in the last two years. Um, and you know, it's it's like a sport, I think, to write off Facebook. We've been involved in that ourselves. I think a year ago we, we wondered whether it was the beginning of the end for Facebook, and maybe we're about to say the same thing again. Um, but you know, they've had the stars have been aligned yeah. for them. They've been a safe harbor for right. marketers. Um, they have, uh, you know, brilliantly enabled a, a trackable kind of single login, not right. just across Facebook properties across devices, but also increasingly into other other environments, into, particularly in gaming environments. Yeah. You know, people using their Facebook login to kind of use apps and things right. like that. Uh, very very powerful marketing proposition and amazing tools, segmentation tools, which we've talked about before. That's right. But, maybe, in the last 12 months, they've had a bit of a, a number of challenges, some of which are well-documented, mm. uh, and there might be some dark clouds maybe gathering on the horizon, that Facebook uh, maybe should be concerned about. Yeah. So we're gonna think about a few of those. Um, the first one is, is their metrics. Well-documented mm. errors in the last 12 months. I forget now, we've lost count how many there were now. Um, I think about a dozen metrics issues, where they have overstated either the delivery of their of client cam, of advertiser campaigns, yeah. so the amounts of views or the duration of views of videos and things like that. Um, and also, as we talked about a couple of months ago, you know, overstating the reach of Facebook. You know, mm-hmm. They're were, they were claiming there are more accounts uh, in certain demographics than actually people that exist in, mm-hmm. in a lot of countries in the world. And linked to that is accountability, right? So Mark
1: yep. Pritchard uh, you know, made a massive issue on and challenging Google and Facebook mm. to allow independent third-party verification companies to yep. go in and monitor the numbers that they pump out. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the, third, the third thing which has been uh, I got a lot of attention recently mm. is this whole fake news yeah. and particularly kind of foreign interference in uh, political campaigning. Um, you know, what's emerged... Is that uh, Facebook was being used to potentially manipulate political kind of sentiment and maybe even influence voters, and you know that comes down to one of Facebook's great assets, which is its ability to target and identify identify users based on their political persuasions, and you can then hyper-target messages to influence uh, those people, which seems to have been abused in the last Mm. U.S. election. The fourth area is censorship.
1: So they have a very seems they have a very confused policy around censorship. Yeah. Certain pieces of content are heavily restricted. Mm. Yeah. Uh, other pieces of content seem to be far more uh, available and yeah. far more inflexible in the way that they kind of allow to pump it out. Yeah. So that that sense of confusion, I think, is is damaging them as a brand if they are a, a media company.
0: Yeah. Exactly. But that, I mean, this is the pivotal thing, right? I mean, their value is based on the, on them being a, a, one of the world's giant advertising mm. companies but yet they keep saying that they're a technology company, yeah. not a media company, because we assume that you know, in, by declaring they're a media company, then they have to take editorial control, yeah. which is a huge cost for them, and that's a huge responsibility. Um, whilst claiming you're a tech company, you can say it's a technology that connects people and it's to do with free speech, mm. but the fact that they have some peculiar, slightly peculiar filters of what they think is acceptable and not, and they employ armies of, yeah. of uh, you know editors that are, uh, evaluating content. They're kind of sitting on the fence yeah. uh, on that one. And that I mean that leads us, I suppose, to the fifth point, which is that you know Facebook have been called the world's most sophisticated surveillance operation. So if you use Facebook, you'll kind of you have a sense of how much actual information uh, you give up as a user. And Facebook's business model is predicated on this idea that they can uh, you know, analyze user data turn that into product for advertisers yeah. to highly target in a really highly effective way and that that makes up 90% 98% of their revenue is or more i think it's nearly 99% but i mean it's nearly yeah. 100% right is is advertising revenue that is their sole purpose facebook is to Monetize the, their users' data, and that unique—that's what
1: they do. That's right, and that unique uh, quality and ability to measure that data means that their business is is valued at half a trillion. Yeah,
0: it's yeah.
1: not just the advertising revenues, but it's 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 the valuation yeah. of that as a as a as a rich data
0: company. Yeah, and the fact that the share price keeps growing suggests that the markets believe that this is just going to continue, yeah. um, growing in one way or another. That's right. Okay, so a critical time. Has Facebook peaked? That's a good, really good question. Yeah. So uh, it's probably going to come down to a few important decisions they need to make. The first of which, which we just discussed, is you know, they're going to be under increasing pressure to declare uh, whether they're a media company or not, we, we think, and then take the responsibility that goes along with being that media company. Yeah.
1: The second point is, have they reached saturation? They've got yeah. 2 billion uh, unique users, yeah. but they need more, yeah. right? In order to monetize this, where do you get them from? Where do you get them from? You send out drones to uh, far-reaching places in the world yeah. that don't have uh, the internet, and, uh, and see whether you can provide it for them that way.
0: Exactly. So they're apparently trying to do deals uh, with some countries where they provide internet, sometimes carried by drones circling the planet, um, in exchange for a kind of curated Facebook experience being delivered on the good. ground in the Amazon. Oh, there we go. Um, the third thing, I mean, the third challenge is is uh, related to that is minimizing the churn or attracting kind of new younger a yeah. u- uh, younger generation as well. Which, you know, of course, they're under threat, to Facebook, because they've lost um, a lot of younger users, particularly to Snapchat, which is the, the kind of the most the most well known. Uh, Snapchat, incidentally, may be being purchased by Chinese investors. Yeah. Musically, another really famous kind of like teen uh, age app has been bought, we think, by a Chinese investment company. Um, you know, th- there's going to be massive investment potentially in this kind of younger uh, yeah. younger stage. That's going to be a critical challenge for Facebook to try and yeah. overcome that.
1: The fourth one is Amazon. Yes. So we've covered Amazon uh, in, in a past episode, but they've only just begun to start looking at monetizing. Uh, their data yes Um, and when they activate that properly that should terrify Facebook
0: yeah it will do because Facebook's you know as we've discussed Amazon's ad revenue is going to be a very tiny part of their business but they're going to be very well resourced Facebook as we've just said 98 something point something percent is ad revenue they are an ad revenue business and there's only a finite amount of ad dollars there so it's about fighting for share and you'd imagine that can only go down Um, and the final thing is is uh, data regulation, I think. I mean, in Europe, we're, we're you know, welcoming GDPR um, in, uh, in May in 2018. Yeah. That's going to have an impact on businesses like this, which trade data, which monetize data. So, um, you know, Facebook will be organizing themselves not only around regulation, mm-hmm. but also around, I think, change in sentiment of users. You know, people are going to become far more aware yeah. of what data they, the, or the value of the data they have and how they trade that. Uh, with companies like Facebook, so it's going to come. Pressure is going to come not just from regulators, but also I think from from users as well. Mm. Okay,
1: good week four. Alibaba. Yes. And Singles' Day last Saturday, in one day, they amassed twenty-five billion dollars worth of sales. Forty percent up from last year. Yeah. And as we've just talked about, uh, it's almost the equivalent of Facebook's entire yeah.
0: annual revenue in yeah. just one day. Amazing. What Amazing. And uh, it was a bad week for? Well, it's gonna, it's a bad week uh, if you have been planning or hoping to be able to cut your CAN budget this year. So the owners of CAN uh, announced how they were uh, deciding to kind of trim CAN, because last year, or this, I should say this year, it was accused of just being kind of overindulgent and too expensive and it had gone out of control. So the owners uh, went away, had to think about what they were going to do, and they've announced their plans. And uh, where... All of us were expecting somewhat of a haircut. It's a very, very small, tight little trim, just on one side. So they've managed to reduce their own costs, I think, uh, by cutting the festival from eight days to five days. Right. But yet, broadly, the cost for for agencies entering and attending is going to be about the same. Um, they've managed to cut three categories but add four new ones, um, and they've given they've fixed the what are the sky high already sky high prices. Prices, so you will be guaranteed to be able to have lunch for. Uh, a minimum of 50 euros. Well, they're trying. Yeah, okay. In the right direction. Okay, an easy question of the week. Has Facebook peaked? Yes, no, whatever. Please vote up here. That's your media snack for this week. Thank you very much for watching.
1: See you next week. You're in
0: trouble.
1: let again. Okay. Go. All right. Okay. Before you start, uh, why are you looking so smart?